Do you want to improve your speaking skills to get a better job? Well, this is the show for you. Do you want to do what you want? Do you want better money? Welcome to Dream Job Radio. Well, today's theme is how to get noticed with a special guest, Mark Grimm. This is Leah Laxton. This is Daniel Laxton. And you're listening to 30careers.com presents Dream Job Radio. Well, Mark Grimm, what an excellent guest we're going to have, but what's coming on before that? Well, uh, right after Mark, we have, of course, our regular segment, Campus Connection, featuring everybody's favorite college student, Micah Micah Hackney. Hackney. And then, of course, we're going to also have Overtime on Justin TV, so you can actually go to the Internet and watch us live as we do Overtime. But what if you have a question for our special guest or a contribution you'd like to make to the show? Yeah, you can call 760-888-5718. Or you can always Twitter at Daniel Laxton, D-A-N-I-E-L-L-A-K-S-T-I-N-S, and we'll read your questions live on the air. Yeah, again, our theme today is how to get noticed. And our special guest is Mark Grimm. What do we know about Mark? Well, you might recognize him as a former TV news anchor and a special contributor to cable news. He's also the author of the book, Everyone Can Be a Dynamic Speaker. Yeah, so be sure to check out Mark Grimm. You can go to his website, www.markgrimm, that's M-A-R-K-G-R-I-M-M.com. So, Mark Grimm, welcome to the show. It's great to be with you both. <laughs> We're very excited. So, Mark, you you uh, have done a lot of different things. I mean, TV news anchor, and and also uh, you're a speaker and you're you're an author. Um, but a lot of people on the show, they, what they would really want to know from you is uh, maybe how to find a good job, since uh, you've had yeah. so many good ones. <laughs> What's yeah. the most important thing? You, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think, uh, and I also am an adjunct professor at Siena College, and, uh, and obviously young people, this is one of the top things on their mind is, is finding a good job. And uh, I think the most important thing is, is to find your passion first. What is it that's going to give you a happy life? Because your job has to be a big part of what's going to make you happy. So deciding what your passion is and then following it, I think that's really critical. In other words, you can't hit the bullseye until you know what the bullseye is. So that first thing, this upfront introspection to say, okay, this is what I want, and then take all these steps to get what you want, and, and if you're persistent, soon enough you'll get it. It's really that uh, that clear. That's very good advice. But what do you think is the most important thing to remember? Say when they're maybe just filling out the resume. Yeah, I think on the resume is uh, too often people will just list. Uh, they'll put up a summary of their contact information at first, and realistically, somebody looks over your resume. Maybe you have 10 seconds whether they decide they're going to review it in, this, in a stack of resumes. Most of them by email now. So I think the first thing is to have, instead of the contact information up front, that should be the last place because that's the last thing they look for. Have a summary to say, okay, this is what I bring to the table. Boom, 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 A, B, and C. And if they're looking for those things, then maybe they're going to read the rest of your resume, which often will list uh, duties people have at their jobs. Now, I could care less what your duty was when you were there for three years. I want to know what you got accomplished. What kind of accomplishments have you brought to the table so that's going to impress me so I'm going to want to go read further and, and interview you? So think in terms of what you've accomplished. Even if you're young, there's certain things, particularly if you have internships and things like that, you can uh, you know, tell people that you've, you've accomplished this. That's evidence that you have some value, and that's what they're looking for is value. Well, so nothing wrong with bragging when it comes to your resume. <laughs> well, it's, well, it's about you have to, well, you know, it's, it's your time in the sun to – to say, hey, basically an interview, a job interview says, okay, uh, let's hear your pitch. Tell me why I should hire you. So uh, if you don't speak up for yourself, no one will. 
So exactly. So maybe if they're working for a company and they actually increased uh, maybe a territory by $250,000 each year, that's something that lists right there in the front that, to grab yeah. the person's attention. Yeah, quantify your worth. And, and uh, you know, if you're a salesperson, how much did you sell? That's what I want to know. Well, okay, sales were up 35% when I was there. Okay, don't tell me how many, you know, relationships you've created. I want to know the bottom line. So if you're a young student uh, getting out of school, uh, what did you accomplish in the activities, you know? Uh, by the way, a degree is, not, is an accomplishment. It's a pretty good accomplishment, particularly if you've graduated with honors. So don't uh, poo-poo your education because that means you were uh, persistent enough and smart enough to get a college education. But there's also things that you've done in your life that show your accomplishments, and then as you get these other these career jobs think in terms of catalog your successes keep a record of the things that you are successful at because ultimately that's what you're building on towards your dream job that's awesome advice and when it comes to the actual interview process what's especially for maybe someone just coming out of college what's the key to nailing that job interview i think number one of course is appearance uh don't go there uh, with a ring through your tongue. That's not going to do it. Uh, so, you know, it's not, it, it's not that people want to express their individuality with their looks. That's not what you're supposed to be doing in terms of appearance. You want to make a professional appearance so people say, okay, this is somebody I, can, I want in my environment. So one is to do the homework and say, okay, uh, what is expected in terms of appearance uh, so you're not at crosshairs with the culture of the organization. But then find out what is it they want and then try to deliver what they want. Because people go to interviews thinking, I want to talk about myself, and that's not what they're looking for. They want you to talk about how you can help them. If you do, all of a sudden, that's the only medical advice I give. Their hearing gets a lot better. <laughs> yeah, so would you recommend maybe doing some research, I guess, on the company that they're going to to kind of get in mind what they're going to be looking for? Absolutely, and find out as much as you can about the person you're interviewing with. Uh, if you do you know anybody who knows him? I mean, what do they look for? In other words, your job is to impress that person or or persons if it's if it's more than one, and really try to get more details on on the position because a lot of times people they write job descriptions and they really don't know what to put in them because the expertise they're looking for they don't have. So I found in some instances that uh, people they're looking they they're not even sure what they're looking for because they don't have the expertise. That's why they're looking to hire some expertise. So find out to the core what is it they really need and say, you know, I understand what you need, and I believe I can meet those needs, and here's the evidence that shows that I can meet those needs. You're, then you're going to have an edge over the other competitors. That's awesome. And leave the tongue ring for maybe uh, day one of um, after you have the job. <laughs> leave that at home. Yeah, and, yeah until you – until so, so you've actually made a name for yourself at work. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you mentioned that there's a few skills uh, when it comes to um, you know, getting that job, uh, but now how would you say public speaking is a skill that could be important in business? Well, uh, you're a public speaker every time you open your mouth, whether it's to a person, an audience of one or ten or whatever. People are judging you every time you open your mouth, uh, and those judgments matter. They matter to your life. They matter to your work. So think in terms when you open your mouth, what are you saying? Uh, you know, communication is a binary process. By that I mean it isn't about what you just saying. It's about the receiver of the information. So are you delivering value to the? You know, it's funny. Even in our personal conversations, we don't think about this. But the reason we have friends is because we share common interests and values, and we're interested in them, and they're interested in us. And there's a reason. 
So, uh, you know, to be able to uh, express yourself in a clear, compelling way is, is, is really a gift, and it's a gift that can be developed. And with the communication explosion now, this need for clarity, that is to say, you know, being simple and precise in what you're speaking about is more valuable today than ever before because people's attention are so scattered. We used to, you know, when I was a kid, we had three TV stations and the public station. Now we have 300 channels and the Internet and iPods and a podcast. So to catch somebody's attention today, you have to have the clarity thing down, and most people don't. Yeah, yeah we often talk about that, that, you know, even you watch old movies and the buildup is so slow, you know, but today's movies, yeah. it's like right point you know you have to be in the action within the first few minutes or you'll basically lose the viewership so i guess yep. it's kind of the same thing even when we're talking to people that we're going to lose their attention yeah. because we do yeah. we are in a short attention span society now well i, I should mention yeah. too uh, yeah. you're listening to dream job radio presented by 30careers.com and our special guest is mark grimm uh, so, yeah, the attention span, is that the problem that we're having then with uh, people nowadays? <laughs> well, that's a factor. It's interesting because uh, some of the research I, when I talk about journalism, in the 1960s, the average sound bite on television was 48 seconds. 48 seconds. Today, it's about seven or eight seconds. So, yes, wow. has our attention span changed? You bet it has. And that's because we're bombarded with so much communication. You know, the kids today they don't understand what the world was like before the internet or email. When I was in when I was in college, a research paper meant I spent the day in the stacks in the library. There was no such thing as the internet. So we we have to understand now that you only have somebody's attention. And I think you have to think of somebody's attention as inventory. So I see all these big speakers. You know, they have 200 people and they're CEOs and they're up there talking about their golf game. Ha ha ha. That's wasting money. Uh, attention is inventory in the same way uh, refrigerators are inventory for Sears or cereal is inventory for Kellogg's. You have to capitalize on that inventory or you're burning money. So the question is how do you deliver value to people, whoever's listening to you? Question. Yeah, that's awesome. And I, and I do feel the, the secret to speaking and, and grabbing people's attention is to ask them relevant questions, to get, to get their, their mental juices flowing themselves and then bring the answers to those those questions that you're you're bringing to them. Yeah, when I do, do a think? presentation, I yeah, Dan, I like to always ask my audience if I can in advance if I have their emails. You know, what do you want to get out of this? Specifically, tell me what it is, one thing. And then when I go and speak, I say, you told me this is what you wanted, A, B, and C. And what do you know? The presentation today is going to be about A, B, and C. And I'm going to deliver that. And if I don't deliver it, you tell everyone Mark Grimm is a lousy speaker because I didn't deliver yeah. value. So I want you to leave the room saying, oh, I got A from Mark Grimm. I'm going to use it tomorrow, and it's going to help me at my job. That's awesome. Well, we know that you've been a speaker for quite some time, and, and that is what the, the title of your book is, Everyone Can Be a Dynamic Speaker. So do you have any particular uh, tips that you'd like to share, I guess, briefly with the audience yeah. or kind of kind of whet their appetite for the book? Sure, Leah. Uh, I... I uh, when I was uh, young, I was uh, very reticent to speak. I was uh, very shy and nervous about it, uh, just like most people are. And I said, oh, I, I, what struck me is how many opportunities passed me by because I wasn't able to speak effectively. And I said, you know, I've taken a path where now people actually pay me to speak. So I say, well, well what happened here? There's a path of, of, that everybody can do. And my book is Everyone Can Be a Dynamic Speaker. Yes, I mean you. Because a lot of people don't believe it, and you have to really believe that you can be dynamic if you do the things that I outline in the book. And one of those things is confront the anxiety that people have when they get up in front of them. People say, oh, Mark, I'm so nervous. I said, that's okay. Everybody's that way. 
So you have to confront the nervousness and say, what is it I'm afraid of? Write it down. Actually, you know, put it on paper and then say, okay, what's my plan for dealing with this type of nervousness? A lot of times it's, I think I'm going to go blank, and then what do I do? I said, well, then have an outline, uh, just bulleted outline about where you are. So if you do go blank, you can just refer to the outline. So, uh, or you're, going to, you're not going to know the answer to a question. Well, that's okay. I'll, if I don't know the answer, I ask anybody else in the room, do they know? Or, I'll, you know, I'll find that out and I'll get back to you and make sure you, you give me your email. So uh, the fear that people have of speaking is, is, is really irrational in some ways. And if we actually confront it and then and we realize, okay, um, I don't have to be as worried as I should be, we're more relaxed and therefore more confident and better able to deliver a better speech. Yeah, that's great advice. That's so true, isn't it, that it is an irrational fear most of the time. We always say that fear is the unknown, and until you get there, you, you, you're, you are going to be afraid about different things. But, boy, I tell you, if, you're, if you do what you just said, maybe you're in front of the audience and, and they're asking you something you don't know, you can just refer to them or anyone else in the yeah. audience. I like that. Yeah, and the fear of the unknown, that's a, that is a big fear, and you can confront that too. How do we confront the fear of the unknown when it comes to speaking? Well, let's do our homework. I said, well, uh, what kind of room am I going to have? What's going to be the setup? Who, who are going to be in the room? That's all can be answered with research. Well, I've done my homework. I know who the attendees are. I know what they want. I know what the circumstances are in the room. I know my LCD is going to be set up. I practiced it. I went ahead of time. So you can, you know, fear of the unknown, a lot of that you can deal with by doing good homework. So uh, I like to go in, in ahead of time and actually go in the room and play my stuff and if I have some video and, and whatever. So I, when I walk into that room, I'm as comfortable as I can be based on all the homework I've done. So preparation, the way you prepare, has a lot to do with how are you going to perform and, oh, by the way, how comfortable you feel. If you're well prepared, you feel more confident, and you know what? It shows. Wow. Minimize the, the unknown by preparation. Yeah, absolutely. So there's no fear. Well, yep. Mark, we know that you're also uh, very familiar with the media. You've been a yes. special contributor from cable news and also a former TV news anchor. So with that in mind, what do you suggest on how can people get noticed by the media? Yeah, yes. Um, well, a lot of people say, well, I'm, I'm going to send it in. I'm going to, you know, I hope they do. Will you do me a favor and, and cover me and that kind of thing? And the media has no interest in doing you a favor. The media is interested in, be, in one thing, and that is being interesting because that's how they attract listeners and viewers and readers. So your job is to give them interesting stuff. So ask yourself, okay, what can I give them that's going to be of interest to them and, and, and then convey it in a clear, compelling way. You call them up, you've got 10 seconds on the phone to tell a reporter or editor, this is why I think you should do this story. But there's a lot of easy stuff. I call it the low-lying fruit. Your business newspapers, for example, we see it all the time, business notes, so-and-so has a new client, or so-and-so is giving a speech, or so-and-so has an anniversary. People routinely forget to capitalize on this stuff because there's a lot of – anytime you hire somebody new, that's news. Anytime you have an anniversary, that's news. Anytime you're, you're appearing at an event, that's news. Send it in to the papers, uh, the business section of papers, the business magazines. They put these in the little business notes. So one way to get noticed by media is to notice what they cover. And if you become more familiar with what they cover, then you're more likely to say, uh, you know, here, I'll give you a good example. On, on a local cable station, they were covering the conventions. And I said, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm involved in politics. I'm on my town board, and I've uh, been involved with public speaking a long time. I'm going to send them in an analysis of some of the convention speakers. And I said, oh, by the way, I'd like to be on your show as an analyst because I know you're looking for a local analyst. 
because typically they always want a local angle to a national story. Sure enough, they had me come in. You know, I'm a former TV anchor, so I had a little leg up in that area. And they had me on another 20 times because they liked the job I did, and that gave me uh, exposure to, the, to this audience. And it also gave them value, somebody that could deliver something that they were looking for. And that's what you want to approach it about is how can I give them something that they're looking for? And you know what? We all have something they're looking for, expertise. We're experts in something. And these are reporters that have to fill newscasts and papers every day. They're looking for people who are experts that can help them out. So think in terms of what you can deliver to them, and you're going to get more coverage. Yeah, and you can't beat that, especially for a small company that may have a limited PR advertising budget. Getting that free publicity is so important. So that's, that's I can't, awesome. Yeah. Can't think of help but think of Donald Trump as getting all kinds of publicity <laughs> by running yeah, for well, president. I'm sure it's over. Yeah, I'm going to. You know, you know, you want to when you talk about publicity, you want to make sure it's you're 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 also disciplined about your message, about who you are, about your brand, if you will. And brand's a fancy term. I, the first assignment I give my students is to go out tonight and ask five people what they think of you. That's your brand. So you, you develop a brand based on, on feedback and how you act. But, for example, I'm going to send out a press release that says, I was on Dream Job Radio, and here's the link to the site, uh, because that's an event. Now, um, oftentimes, you know, three-quarters of the time, maybe my press releases don't get coverage, and people say, Mark, why do you do it? And my answer is because 25% of the time they put them in. And, uh, you know, and, and somebody's going to probably pick this up and put this in the paper. And I'll post it on all my social media. And that's another point I want to make is that all of us are in the media now. In the 21st century, we are going to get most of our news from each other. The social media and the, and the Internet has made that capable. So if you have a piece of news, by all means, circulate it to everyone you know, uh, because every time you hit the Facebook publish button, you're a journalist. Wow. Yeah, interesting way to look at it, but but definitely true. Yeah, you know, yeah, you have a blog. So why? Sh you know, it's interesting writing. So why should you have to depend on some media outlet to post a blog when you can write it yourself? And that's all the blog is. Uh, everyone who has a blog is a columnist. Only we don't have the gatekeepers in the media telling us who gets to read what. We are the gatekeepers now, and I think that's that is a remarkable and fascinating development in the 21st century. It certainly is. And we actually uh, believe in indirect marketing, too, where you're not necessarily focusing on your book or that you're trying to sell or your business that you're trying to sell. Sometimes just it seems like these days the kids are really interested in just seeing who you are, whether you know you like this or you like you like Chinese food or what have you, you know. Um, so uh, and then, of course, that once they then click on your website, then they go and then they see what you're selling. And if they if yep. that's something of interest to them, but, but now that that's talking about a little bit of uh, uh, marketing, uh, but you're also you have, you have some advice when it comes to networking. What, what would you say is the most important aspect of networking? Uh, well, I think the first thing is to get out there uh, and do it, and, and do as much personal networking as you can. Um, and people say, well, what event should I go to? I say, well, think about what your role is. If you're if you quote have a dream job in mind. Think about uh, who are the people that would hire me for those dream, dream jobs. Where do they go? So I want to network with those people. So you make your decisions about where you network. You go to events where the people that you want to meet uh, go to. And then, uh, you know, just go. You don't jump them and say, oh, I need this, I need that. You try to build relationships, and that's what networking is. You build relationships with people by first, you know, listening to them and getting to know them and listen to their needs and listen and say, okay, 
All right, that's interesting. And, and you just talked about it, Dan, is people want to know who you are personally. And that's because, you know, business and relationships, they're about people. We don't – nobody deals with a company. You deal with the people in a company. So almost all business is, is, is relationships, and we build relationships by networking, interacting with people. And that's what Facebook is about. LinkedIn is about. Twitter, we interact with people. We give them something they want, and that's interesting information. And in return, it's an interactive environment where we communicate back and forth. And if people find you interesting, they're more likely to read your stuff. That's absolutely right. Well, it's been a real pleasure having you on the show, Mark. We can't thank you enough for sharing your advice, and I appreciate your expertise. Yeah. You're, uh, again, uh, we're just letting everyone know that you're listening to 30careers.com presents Dream Job Radio. Our special guest has been Mark Grimm. Uh, he's a speaker. Uh, he's a former news anchor, and uh, he also is the author of Everyone Can Be a Dynamic Speaker. But thank you so much, Mark, for, for being on our show. Uh, you're both dynamic. It's great being with both of you. I appreciate it very much. <laughs> thank you. It's like, no, dude, you're dynamic, but he is awesome. Yeah, he really is. we appreciate the advice so much. Well, it's that time of the week for everybody's favorite college student, so let's find out what's going on in the world of Campus Connections. All right. Hey, what's going on, Micah? We're going great. It's a beautiful day. I can't love it. It's a beautiful day. Oh, we're doing fantastic. We just had an excellent, excellent show. What did you think of that? Great. Great information. Definitely came to play in everyday life. Yeah. Um, so what do you got for us this week? Oh, but, uh, well, it's that time of year again. There's only a couple weeks left in the semester. Semester's winding down, so everybody's getting pretty excited about summer break. There we go. But uh, I just had a few points for uh, college students out there about things to do uh, to take advantage of your summer off. And uh, one of those points that I'd like to talk about is, uh, you know, it's really important to uh, – you know, for the summer internships, the long-term uh, job things where you can really, uh, really uh, help your uh, future career. And you can always find those internships by, you know, you can ask your professors, um, you know, any of your business professors or, you know, whatever career you're going into. You know, the professor I know always knows uh, more about those things. So you can look online. There's so many websites out there. that just have so many internships available. Successful uh, as a junior college up here in Hawaii, um, NASA actually uh, every year they have a junior college like uh, internship, like a big fair where you apply for these internships. And like four people from Southland College is going after NASA, going after NASA to work. You know, but you have to have you major in science and going after NASA to work. Well, it's a space program, huh? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, you know, there's so many internships out there that you can help you go up there and find them. You know, you can also go to your school counselor, too, uh, and they always have different options for them to go find them. Also, you know, for some kind of opportunity to focus on starting your own business. So they'll fall online or just, you know, simply just, you know, a small company, you know, window cleaning or, you know, really anything. Uh, you're, you want to be a future entrepreneur and they take advantage of the time off. But, uh, you know, most of all, it's the summer break. You don't have to, you know, let poor responsibility. It's an opportunity to really put your mind to helping uh, build your future career. And 
that's why, you know, posting on building your smile, the work experience, because you can develop your uh, business skills by starting your own business that way. And also, uh, you know, you can always travel. You know, people travel during the summer. And, you know, when you travel, you know, you don't have to, like, if you keep it professional, then you might have like professional connections. And uh, that is always important. Um, Finding a job after college is making connections. So, when making connections, what do you suggest if they're traveling? Oh, well, you know, if you're travel, uh, you can always like, you know, look up events in that area when you get there. Uh, sometimes there's little, you know, like small, you know, like business events or something that, you know, you can go to as a college student. Um, you know, like the ICSC in Vegas is normally. Dr. Deb Brown. Wow, she's going to create your better future. 
and it's basically job search and business startup tips from a very qualified individual. Uh, just Google her name, Dr. Deb Brown, and you'll be very impressed that she's joining us on the show. Yeah, so whether you want to start a business or if you're trying to find a job, next week's show or next uh, podcast is perfect for you. So thank you so much. And once again, this is Leah Laxton. This is Daniel Laxton, and this was Dream Job Radio. Do you want to do what you want? Do you want better money? Welcome to Dream Job Radio.